Hey everyone, this is your girl Anquanise Pleasant, and you're tuning in to the Generation of Curse Breakers podcast. Hey everybody, um, today is a very personal podcast for me, especially um, this whole quarantine has definitely been a challenge for me. Uh, I do love my alone time. I do. But um, I'm so used to, like, being able to just, like, drive around and um, drive on like should drive, especially the nights that it's been really nice. Like, um, for those of you that may or may not know, I live in Chicago, um, so... When it gets really nice outside, especially if we have a really nice night, if you a real Chicagoan, the first thing you do is let's go downtown. Let's take a drive on Lakeshore Drive. Let's go to the lakefront. Like, that's the main thing we be doing here or just, like, just chilling, basically. But to not be able to um, really enjoy that and it's been kind of nice here has been a big challenge for me. Um I'm learning so much about myself in this quarantine, and uh, I was not going to do a podcast this month simply because I felt like I needed a breather. Um, It wasn't anything traumatic that happened. Um, This podcast was actually um, supposed to be released this Friday, and... um, I decided that I wasn't going to release it, but then I had second thoughts because I know everybody is going through something with this quarantine. And um, what sparked the push to actually um, record it and release it was actually listening to um, Dr. Mimi Brown. If you do not know Dr. Mimi Brown, um, you need to get your eyes, first of all. Um... Dr. Mimi Brown is an amazing woman. I came across her, I want to say, two, three years ago, and I was just watching her live, just watching her as an individual, and um, one year for my birthday, I just took a leap of faith, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to do something different for my birthday, and she was having a, a conference that she has every year called NIAC, and her brand is NIAC, um, Not Your Average Chick. And I went literally the day after my birthday, so my birthday is on Halloween, so she had a conference November 1st to the 3rd or 4th or something like that. And I was like, I'm going to do something different for my birthday. I'm not going to turn up this year. I'm going I'm to chill out this year, and I'm going to actually go to, like, this conference. So she had a conference for women, and it was a powerful movement. It was a powerful movement. It definitely sparked some new relationships. I got to see a different side of another young woman that is now my mentor. Um, I got to see a different side of her. And she didn't um, know that I was coming until, I want to say, a couple days before. Nobody knew I was going. I just did it out for faith. And shout out to my godmother. She definitely paid for it because she wanted me to go so bad. So, she paid for it, and that was the best thing that ever happened to me. 
So um, Dr. Mimi Yat on live Wednesday, she do um, lives on Wednesdays, and she said something that sparked me and was like, okay, yeah, it's time for me to release the podcast. Um, She was basically talking about how this quarantine is just to, it's just a way to reflect on ourselves, and it's a way to see what we needed to work on, what we've been avoiding all of this time, because um, right now, the where I am in my life, my job is my getaway for me, and some people are feeling uh, very depressed, very depleted, um, domestic violence is on another on-time high of you know, kids not being able to eat because their only meals was for school. And it was just so many things that was running through my head as she was talking. And it was just like um, I had, a like, a burden on me because it was just I wasn't able to go to work and get away from reality for a little bit because I'm at work and I'm able to be something else that I can't be outside of work. And that is the craziest thing to me because um, I've learned that people sometimes people sometimes think that they are okay because they're like, oh, that's just life. Life is always going to bring things to you, but um, that's not always the case. Life is going to always bring stuff to you, but we also need to deal with those things that we weren't able to heal over when we were five, um, those things that is going on in our household that nobody sees, those things need to be um, dealt with, and I think that is what this time is for, Um, this time is definitely for rest, this time is definitely for restoration, this time is also to reflect, Um, so this podcast was planned, I want to say when I first started the podcast, Um, it's called The Silent Killer. Um, a lot of people may or may not know my story when it came to uh, depression and suicide and um, dealing with old hurt and dealing with rejection and dealing with so many things that I've noticed that I've been dealing with um, over the past year. And to me, Um, From what I have viewed in my life, what I have um, seen people go through, for what I have went through in my life, um, there are two top silent killers that um, a lot of people don't like to talk about. Um, Churches do like to talk about the spirit of suicide, but they never like to talk about how it's a silent killer and where it projects from. Um, I have dealt with both of the silent killers, so... One of the silent killers is um, unforgiveness. Unforgiveness can put you in the position of being incomfortable with a lot of things in life. Um, Unforgiveness can also push you into a point of being absent from the things that is actually putting your life to bring you joy. And we sometimes never take the time to realize that unforgiveness is the product of our heart. 
It's the product of our mind. It's the product of our daily life. And I know some people may be like, what are you talking about? Unforgiveness basically will mold you and construct you into a person that you were never predestined to be. Unforgiveness can mold you and construct you into being a person that you were never predestined to be. And why do I say that? I say that simply because unforgiveness can bring sickness on your body. You holding all of that in can bring so much sickness, can bring illness, can bring um, just stuff that you never heard of, diseases and everything. And a lot of people don't realize that, um, say, for example, um, heart failure. I I knew my one of my friends, her father was dealing with heart failure. And we were sitting down having a conversation, and she was explaining to me the situation, and she's an RN, so she was able to go in-depth with me. And I, like, just simply told her, I was like, he has, he has to forgive whatever it is in his heart. He needs to let it go because that is what's killing him. It's not the medication. It's not that um, the heart is not functioning and pumping properly. It's whatever is in the heart is weighing on him. And we started to get in a conversation about his childhood and what he was sharing on his supposed to be in deathbed. And because he was sharing these things, it brought a light to her to let her know that, hey, I need to pray for my father's heart because his heart is so broken from in the past that now he's dealing with heart failure. I honestly believe that I personally knew someone that died from a broken heart. Um, that died because that individual went through so much throughout life, but they never got a chance to be released and to be re- and to be released and to be healed over those things. And I sometimes feel that that can be the number one cause of illness and sickness and diseases is unforgiveness. Um, one thing I personally went through when um, still going through, and honestly. Um, with lupus, lupus attacks your organs. It's an autoimmune system disease. So it can, it's basically like your, basically, basically your cells are fighting each each other, which is not supposed to happen. And they're fighting off the the good cells. And the autoimmune system disease makes people um, go into different categories. You either have the outer part of lupus or you have the inner part of lupus or you go through a phase where you have both, or you can get lupus from taking other medication. Like, it's so many things that go into lupus that people don't understand. And just like cancer, it can come and go. And just like unforgiveness, it can come and go. And I have found out that that is, like, one of the top silent killers. If we do not forgive, we are unable to sit at the table with all of our blessings, and I have taken the time out during this quarantine to really evaluate me, to really evaluate why, to really evaluate when, to really evaluate what, who, and what, and when, and where have I not forgiven, because I don't want to hold up none of my blessings. God has forgave me. Why shouldn't I not forgive them? Um, 
and not just on a spiritual level, just like also on a natural level. Um, some people, how you know that you have not forgave a person yet is if you come back in contact with that person and you get upset all over again or you, you just feel like very irritable around them. That lets you know that you have not forgave them. And because you have not forgave them, it puts you in a position of getting those sickness, diseases, or whatever whatever you may be fighting. Um, a lot of people don't understand that because they don't understand how significant relationships may be. They don't know how significant forgiveness is. And I honestly believe that forgiveness is on, forgiveness is not a platter that you can just hand out. It's easier said than done that a lot of people understand, but the longer you don't forgive, the harder it becomes to forgive. And a lot of people may be like, oh, that happened when we were a child. You should have been over that. Some things that happen during your childhood can mold you into being a person that you were not predestined to be. So you have to do the work in forgiving. Another silent killer is um, depression and suicide. I know some people are like, you can't compare the two, but you honestly can because before you get to that point of suicide, you have went through some anxiety, some depression, some something. And this is why this conversation is so serious to me because a lot of people don't understand that um, you can be part of a person's life and not really know what's going on with them. You could be a part of something so powerful and not understand what is going on with them, those individuals. And it hurts to know that these are the type, the top two, these are the top two silent killers of today's time. And I just think this quarantine was definitely made for us to reevaluate, to relook, to reiterate on our life what we really needed to do. And not always do, but we needed to relax. We needed to get to know our children. We needed to get to know ourselves. We needed to get to know our husbands. We needed to get to know our parents again. I feel that this was also a time to for everybody to Take a pause. Like, we never get a pause in life. You never get a pause in life, like, ever. And this pause was, like, created for us. And I really, honestly, truly believe that with you living in the house with your child, you know, y'all always on the go. They go to school for eight hours. You go to work for maybe ten hours. You come home, you cook dinner, you help them with homework, and that is that families don't even sit down at the table anymore and have dinner. I know a lot of people that don't do that with their kids anymore. And it's just like, okay, we need to learn what's going on in our house. It used, it used to be a time where me and my friend was talking about this, it was a time where one time she came in the house and her mother can feel her depression as soon as she came in the house. And her mom, her mother would go head on with it, what's going on, why are you feeling like this? And my friend, me and my friend used to be crying laughing about it when we were younger, but now when we're older, we like, man, like, she knew. She always knew something was wrong with her kids. She always knew 
um, she always knew when to connect to them. She she just knew. She was so in tune with my friend. Like, her parents was so in tune with her and her brothers that it was like they couldn't hide anything from them. And it's not like we are invading uh, people's privacy, the, the kids' privacy, or your young adults that live in your houses. No, it's not like that. It's sensing something when something is wrong and taking initiative to try and help fix it. Depression is something that, you know, a lot of people talk about. A lot of people say that they um, have went through it. And there are different levels of depression that a lot of people don't seem to understand. And that is simply because depression is something that you have to go through in order to get. Um, I don't wish it on I don't wish it on my worst enemy because depression is something that is so hard to dig yourself out of. You you try to um find ways to get out of it, but it seems like just when you feel just when you feel like okay, everything's starting to get better, I'm starting to get a little bit better, it comes back. And people are some people can easily just not answer it. Some people depression is so deeply rooted that it's hard just not to fall back in that hole again. And I definitely feel like that is a silent killer in this world because especially with this quarantine going on now, um, I don't know if a lot of people know, but the depression and suicide rates are also climbing the charts simply because people lost their jobs. People have kids and they don't have food in their house. People have, like, bills and they can't pay that. Or they feel like, oh, my God, this could be the worst time ever. I was just getting back up on my feet. I was just about to get it right. I was just about to do all of these things. And depression came in and basically overtook them mentally. Then we can't go anywhere so you have to sit in the house, so that makes you even more depressed. You you can't you can go for a walk, but there is no outlet for you. I know creative us as creatives, we're we're really having a hard time right now. Um, I was just getting the momentum of picking back up my clients and getting used to teaching three to four days a week. Um, I'm a creative. I always have to. I always have something in the back of my mind to um, work on. I always have something in the back of my mind to make sure that I do. And this time, the only thing I can do is work and go home. And I know most people are like, well, you dance, you can just make a space anywhere. It's nothing like being in the studio. Like, it's nothing like being in the studio. Being in the studio is a whole different vibe <laughs> from what you may think or what you may say. Like, I love being in the studio. I feel like my best work is done in the studio. My best work is somewhere where there's an open space and I got some loud speakers going out, and I'm I'm going in, too. I, as a creative, have definitely been in some depressed mode um, during this whole quarantine thing. I, I believe, honestly, it's about to be a month that we have been in this thing, and this has been the hardest thing for me. Um, it's it's hard for me to sit in the house, and um, I'm still dealing with some stuff that me and my therapist are dealing with. Um, 
and now I, I don't have no other choice but to think about it. I don't have no other choice but to deal with it. I have no other choice but for it to be sitting there in my face and dealing with all of the different things that comes with depression. And um, the hardest thing for me to see and feel is other people's suffering. Um, there is people in this earth that don't have the people or the support that I do have behind me. And that is what breaks my heart even more. Um, during this quarantine, if you have not heard from somebody, you definitely need to check up. And if they're not answering the phone, even take it to the, the extent of doing a wellness check. Simply because people are literally out here contemplating suicide because we are in something close to a recession. And my generation has seen a lot. We have seen a lot. We have seen a lot. We have went from no technology to technology, 9-11, to um, actually seeing our struggle, seeing our parents struggle between the time of 2001 and 2005. Um, we have lived different lifestyles because of those recessions, because of those tragic things that have happened in the in the world. Most of us were, like, blessed to still have food on the table. Most of us are just finding out that our parents went through a recession when we were younger. Most of us are just finding out what it really means to pay bills on time. Most of us are just finding out, oh, credit is a big thing. We need to get that together. Most of us are just finding out, you know what, being a parent isn't as easy as I thought it was. Now I see why my mama said it don't come with a booklet. Most of us are finding out that, man, love is loving yourself first instead of getting a relationship with a man that never loved me because I never loved myself. Most of us are just finding out, like, dang, groceries cost a lot. I ain't know milk was three thirty. Like, we're finding out so much stuff about life at this moment, and it's just like, whoa. And some people can't take all of that at once. Some of us are built for that, and some of us are not. We have to come into a uh, a realization of giving people the same grace that we wanted. When you were broken, when you were broke, when you were standing in your car and you were walking around depressed and people were saying little stuff to you, you were offended. So now that you see somebody in the same situation, extend them the same grace that you wanted when you were in your mess. And I think that is why it is one of the top two silent killers is because we don't know what a person is going through behind closed doors. Dr. Mimi definitely said something very significant to me um, on on Wednesday. She basically said that um, we don't know what's going on in these people's house. And most of these domestic violent cases are people that enjoy going to work because they know if I can just get eight hours from him, that gives him time to cool off and then I could come home and everything will be fine. But now they have to work from home or now they're laid off and now the, the point of stress is to the all-time high because that one income could have been the only income in the house. That one income could have been helping pay the car notes. You never know. And it has put people in a depressed mode and now, like, people are dying. People are dying. I don't know if y'all know that, like, I have heard at least five people tell me that either they committed suicide in the house during this quarantine or they were killed from a domestic violence. And 
it is so serious out here. It's bigger than it's bigger than not being able to go nowhere. It's bigger than um not having a job. It's so it's a mental, emotional thing going on in the world right now because everybody don't know what the next thing is and everybody doesn't have the faith that most of us do have. And the reason why it's a silent killer is because they're screaming so loud but can't nobody hear them. They're screaming loud with their body language. They're screaming loud with their with their um, emotions. They're screaming loud with the way they think. They're screaming loud by what they post, what they repost. When I was, like, really depressed, like, when I say depressed, I mean, like, I wasn't eating. I wasn't, um, people weren't, my family didn't see me a lot. They were like, oh, we miss you when you coming over. Like, I was so depressed that... I would share stuff on Facebook. I would share stuff on Instagram. I would share stuff on um, Snapchat, not trying to get attention, but I was sharing it because that's where I was. And only a couple people caught on to it. And they would call me and say, hey, I'm here if you need to talk. Um, I have found other ways to get through that moment in time that I was in, but it took a lot of prayer. It took a lot of people holding me up when I couldn't hold myself up. It took a lot of pain and agony to admit that I was in such a broken place. And when you're so used to being in a broken place, that feels normal to you, that feels comfortable to you because you feel like you deserve this in some type of way. And I guarantee you, anybody that is going through depression, suicidal thoughts, anxiety, um, domestic violence, um, moments of anything is sickness diseases all of that they feel like they deserve that they feel like it was something that they did in their life that made them deserve what they're now going through and I hate that you know they feel that way but this is the truth this is the God honest truth people are killing themselves and not even physically mentally and emotionally People are walking around dead zombies. Like, they have no emotions. They are numb. These people are parents. They are high-functioning, depressed people. They're going out. They're working. They're making their money. It may look like they have a nice life. They got a nice car. They got a nice house. You know, they got kids. They got a husband. But they're really depressed inside. They're really dead inside. There is nothing living inside of them they are just existing for the moment and I really want us to be very sensitive I really want us to be very um sensitive and be very lenient not saying play anybody a pity party no what I'm saying is we need to be more understanding this is to alter the hearts of the people Simply to show you that everybody that smiles and say everything is okay, it is not okay. People are literally out here dying during this time. They have been dying, but now they're really dying. Um, with It's just, we have to understand that you can put on a mask and you can keep that mask on for a year. But when you get home, but when that person gets home, I guarantee you that mask is gone. That mask is no longer 
in the distance in that house because now they're behind closed doors and can't nobody see me behind closed doors. Don't nobody know that I'm so low functioning right now that my house is dirty and I can't get up and clean because I'm so depressed and I'm tired of being in this house. I don't have a job. I don't know if they're really going to release these stimulus checks. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get a job after this because I'm 54 years old and I've been working for this company for 15 years and they just laid me off due to this whole virus thing. People are in a very uncomfortable, un unthoughtful situation um i see why now everybody's like save 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 thank god i finally got that in my head and i was able to save and thank god that i'm able to still work because i still have a job but at the end of the day when it all when it all is gone what do you have so let's not be selfish during this time let's be understanding because it could be worse it could be so worse. Like we could, you people could be living out of their cars. People can be living in hotels. People could be sleeping on somebody else's couch. People can be living in somebody's house with three other kids, three of their kids, and three more kids, and their husband. People could be just just about to buy that house, just about to get financial freedom, but now that they worked so hard to get this financial freedom, freedom, they don't have a job now. People could be so in a place where, okay, my kids need food, but when I go to the store, there is no food. We don't know what's going on with people's hearts. And those people that are li- living in that unforgiveness, now they're sitting at home 24-7 because they say stay home and save lives, Right. They're at home 24-7, and it's playing back in their head, and it's torture in their head because they're trying to figure out, why did these people do me like this? Why did he hurt me like this? Why did my mama leave me, but she kept the other five kids? Why did my mama sell me for crack? Why did my dad never come back home? Why did my dad leave my mom and started a whole new family and now wants to be in my life? Why did my mother leave so early? Why did God have to take my mother? Why did God have to take my father? Why does people are just in contemplate of what is going on? And they're trying to find out why all these things are happening. Is it because of me? Did I do something wrong? And this this is the heart of the people that are dealing with unforgiveness, the people that are dealing with depression and suicide. We are in a time of now where this is going this is going to be a time of now where pe- if you ever needed something before, you need it like never before now. Like now is some now is now is now is a time where people have to believe in something. And us being lovers of God, us being followers of God, we should be able to direct them in that path. And even if it's not on a spiritual level, we should be able to come to people and let people know, hey, I'm here for you. Let me just check up on you every day. You got everything you need? Okay, cool. I was just calling check on you. That's all. And if if we get those I love you texts every day or I'm just checking on you every day or once a week during this quarantine, it will make a big difference. It will make a huge, 
huge difference in today's world and in today's society. And I just really hope that we as a people come out of this quarantine with a softer heart, extending more grace, being more knowledgeable of what is in our surroundings. Your closest friend could have been happy-go-lucky, funny, laughing, always telling jokes, but when they get home, they're they're depleted, they're depressed. And you never knew. And I always told myself that I want to be so close to my friends and my family that when one hurts, I feel it too. I want to be able to call people up and be like, hey, what's going on? You sure? I'm feeling you today. I'm definitely feeling you today. You sure you're good? We have to put ourselves in a predicament of understanding that everybody's not okay. What you simply can go through and be okay, other people can't. Other people don't have that that pull-on strength. And when I say pull-on strength, um, they don't have that they're pushing their back to help them. Some people don't even understand why they're on this earth. They just think, well, this is a part of life. I'm going to live. I'm going to work. I might have kids. I might not have kids. I might get married. I might not get married. But if I do have all those things, that's what I'm supposed to take care of, and that is what life is about. No. And most people don't know that there's a such thing called destiny. Most people don't know that there's a such thing called grace. And most people don't don't know that there's a such thing called forgiveness. Most people don't know there's a such thing called love. There's a such thing called family because they never had a family. Most people don't understand that there is a thing called being okay. You don't always have to be good. You can be okay. And be okay and then stand in your being okay. We as a people have to start being more transparent and authentic. Stop trying to be like the next person. Just because she made a million dollars off of YouTube don't mean that you can't make a million dollars off of YouTube, but that also does not mean that that's your destiny too. Everybody's path is different, and we have to accept that we all have different paths, but all of our paths should lead to one thing, and that is walking and fulfilling the destiny of why we are on this earth. But most people don't even know what that is. So during this time of the quarantine, it is not time to be selfish. It is not time to um, basically remove yourself completely because there's some people that need you during this current this quarantine. Yes, you relax, you re- you rest, and you restore yourself and let God restore you. But also, you need you need to push forward and check on your people. Check on your people because I guarantee y'all the way I've been feeling over this this past, especially since they extended it to April 30th, the way that I've been feeling since then, I know for a fact it's some people that are not okay. It's some people like, oh, I could take two weeks off of work. Shoot, they gonna pay me? Oh, I'm I'm good, but they're not good now because now they they extended it to April thirty thirtieth, and then their job called them and said, hey, we're gonna have to lay you off because we don't know when we're gonna go back to work. We gotta take into consideration everybody's not gonna be okay during this time, 
And don't bash nobody upside the head because they're not okay. Even those that are believers that are still not okay, it is okay. Like, it is okay to, like, be like, okay, I don't know if I'm going to get out of this one or I don't know if God is going to help me out of this one. It's okay to be like that, and it's okay to admit that. That is when the real people of God are supposed to stand up and say, we got your back. We're going to help you through this. We're going to help you promote this. We're going to help you push through it. Even those entrepreneurs right now, like, I'm telling y'all, creatives, entrepreneurs, like, they're the ones really going through it, too, because most people's business thrives off other people's service. And just imagine not having, just imagine from going to making close to 1500 to $4,000 a month just off of your business and that's the way you live to not making anything. Just imagine that. So they're in a hard place to trying to figure out where is my next meal going to come from? Where is my next dollar is going to come from? How am I going to get to X, Y, and Z? I ain't got no gas to go to the store. I might have to walk to the store. Maybe I need to call my friend up and see if they got this. Like, it's so many things that is running through the heads of entrepreneurs right now because they're still trying to keep their business alive. So I just wanted to get on here. This is part one of Silent Killers. Um, The generation of curse breakers is just simply of movement to let you know that whatever was in the bloodline, whatever was attached to you through birth, whatever was attached itself through you through growing up as a, from a child to an adult, um, it is no longer in existence because my generation is going to be and we are the generation that has broke, that has and that will break the curses of the past, the present, and the future. So whatever was attaching itself from the past is no longer attached to me. And whatever is trying to attach itself in the future and attach itself to my kids in the future, it will no longer be in existence because now during the present I am dealing with those curses and I'm breaking them. That's simply all we're doing. I ain't trying to get on here and um, preach. I'm not trying to get on here and get a platform. I'm not trying to get on here and just, talk to y'all because I honestly don't even really like this whole podcast thing (laughs) but it is something that I was predestined to do and I'm willing to do it because I have seen people alter their thinking since the podcast and I really want people to get in their head that if there isn't anybody else cheering you on I guarantee you this movement is during this whole quarantine thing, if there isn't anybody praying for you, I guarantee you this movement is. It is more than just being quarantined in or it's more than just building a brand. It is about building a generation that can withstand anything and we birth warriors, we birth the next president, we birth the next big millionaire, we birth 
so many things into this earth. So then when they're living their life and they're going through it, it may be a little easier for them because now you don't have to deal with half of the stuff that I dealt with growing up because I broke those generational curses. That's all we're doing. So um, that was today's podcast. Um, Like I said, I really didn't want to do a podcast this month, but I felt the need and the urge to do it because it's time for us to wake up and realize everybody's not okay. Everybody that smiles, not okay. Everybody, that person that always shows up to everything, why don't you like staying home? They're at everything. Yes, they could be good supporters, but why are you never at home? Let's get to the root of things. Let's let's dig up those roots. And plant new seeds because what is rooted and down in the ground and good and is rotting the tree. And that's the tree of life and the tree of prosperity and the tree of destiny. So whatever it is, it's not doing our generation any good. So let's figure out what the real issue is and get past it. So that was the podcast for today. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Like, share, 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 um, subscribe, go listen, do whatever, follow our um, Instagram page, The Generation of Curse Breakers. Um, you could personally follow me if you want because um, <laughs> I, I was told I never give out my social media information. So you can definitely follow us at The the Generation of Curse Breakers on Instagram. You can also find us on Facebook under the same name. And um, I just hope you guys are okay doing this quarantine. And I'm definitely praying for everybody that has lost their job. Um, definitely praying, praying for the essential workers because I know that you guys probably didn't have an off day, especially the nurses and the doctors and everybody that's just like a real essential worker. I'm definitely praying for you guys. And um, for all of the creatives, definitely praying for y'all because I know I'm going through it over here. I done came up with 10 dances in my head since I've been off this quarantine. So I'm pretty sure people done painted 17 paintings and wrote all the poems that they're going to write, wrote six books, don't know when to publish them. So (laughs) it's a lot that's going on with the creatives. But no, after this creative, it's our time to shine. So get y'all rest. Rest on, creatives. Rest on because after this quarantine, I guarantee y'all, They are going to need us creatives like never before, okay? I love you guys. Thank y'all for y'all's support. I thank y'all for the share, the like. Um, For those, shout out to everybody that's been listening to us out of the country. Like, we have been hitting some places, y'all, and I'm excited about that. So, shout out to Canada for listening, if you're from Canada. Um, Europe listened, and um, it was another, but there, it was another country, but it was in South America, so I, I don't know exactly who that is listening, but I thank you guys so much for listening to me. Um, yeah, have a great day. It's Friday, so enjoy y'all weekend, y'all. I love y'all. Thank y'all for the support. Remember, the generation of curse breakers, we're breaking curses. Thank you.